what's your overall expectation for the Bears this year, assuming that Aaron Rodgers is going to be gone and this division is probably going to be wide open? I'm a big Lions fan. Okay. As for, not not like in life. You know, I'm no, not wearing their right. jersey or anything like that. But I think that their franchise is finally moving in the right direction. Now, the Lions might lie in and, and they might end up going 7-10. and 10, But I, I really like what they're doing and what they're building toward. Uh, they're going to pick before the Bears now in the draft. And I think they've got the same defensive needs as the Bears have, especially now that they've gone and added some help in the secondary. I think they could win the division. I think they can take it away from Minnesota. I could see the Vikings maybe taking a step back from last year. I think they got a little lucky last year. They won a lot of close games. And I, I, I just I, I, I don't know what to make of Jordan Love yet. But if he goes through training camp and the reports are really good out of Green Bay and it wouldn't surprise me if they were, uh, the Packers will be right back in the thick of things. Go ahead and put me down as the Lions winning the division. I, I just don't see the Bears finishing even second in the division. I just don't. It'll be either Minnesota or Green Bay. But I think the Bears could finish third. I don't think that they're necessarily the last team in the division. But they're going to need some time to really rebuild that defense. Uh, their their pass rush is a, is a humongous question mark. And if they're in a division, especially now with the quarterbacks being what they are in the NFC North, um, they're going to get steamrolled because uh, Jared Goff, when he's got time, he's very good. Uh, Jordan Love, if he's got time, he's going to make plays. He'll run with the ball, too, like Justin Fields. And Kirk Cousins has proven that when he's got time to throw, he can be very good. So I'm, I'm nervous about the Bears finishing any higher than third in the division this year. But if they do a good job... You know, what what would work out great for them is if Justin takes a step forward as a passer and then they can use their first round pick next year and Carolina's first round pick next year to add to that defense. Well, now we're talking. Now that team could really start to have that window open starting in 2024. I think that's what Bears fans have to think about. So you don't think this is going to be a one-year rebuild. You're more so focused on 2024 for the Bears to really break out. The best case scenario is 2024, John. The worst case scenario is Justin doesn't work out and now they've got to spend that that draft capital that they've acquired to draft a, another quarterback, presumably Caleb Williams out of USC. Right. And then that that just resets all the clocks again. And then they're not using those draft picks to add great defensive talent where, where, where I'd really like to see how Ryan Poles does is what does he choose with the non first round picks this year? Okay. Now, listen, the Jack Sanborn, getting him on the team, that's great. All the secondary help that they drafted last year, I, I think they nailed it. I think the guys that they added in the draft were good. And, and you know, we, we talk about it from time to time about how uh, when you've got experience in a bad year, it, it gets paid forward because your team is more competitive the following year. And I think the secondary should show that next year in Chicago. But your secondary is only as good as your pass rush. It's a philosophy that I have. You can only cover a wide receiver tightly for about three or four seconds max. And if you can't get to the quarterback, that quarterback's going to have four or five seconds to make the throw downfield. So you could have Darrell Revis in that backfield. Your wide receiver can still find a way to get open and make a play. Ryan Poles is going to have to nail it in the draft after round one this year. He's going to have to find another great undrafted free agent. If he does that and he just continues to collect talent on that defense, especially on the front line, then we can talk about maybe that, that, that big push 
in 2024. Um, but but I think the best case scenario is they're competitive in 2024. The worst case could be 2025 uh, with with a lot of rebuilding, including a quarterback. Dave Richard here on Sports Talk Chicago. Dave wanted to go national for a second. I know you'd mentioned this earlier, but who is your top guy for Carolina with that number one overall pick? I know there have been many rumors circulating about who they could take at QB. I, I graded Stroud and Young very closely to each other. They okay. are both they are both just excellent passers. I, I think they're both better throwers than Justin Fields right now. So the, the difference between Fields and those guys is that Fields can make plays with his legs. Uh, Bryce Young certainly has a little bit more mobility than C.J. Stroud, but Stroud can move too. He just really wasn't asked to do that at Ohio State. We'll see what he does there. Um, I think both Stroud and Young are lean. You look at their bodies and they don't look like your prototypical NFL quarterback. They're they are very they're they're very lean, both of them. And in the case of Bryce Young, everybody knows this, he's short. So to me, the difference between Young and Stroud is simply Stroud's taller and Stroud Stroud I kind of like the fact that he's fought through everything in his life. He's come from a, a lot of problems. Uh, in his youth, um, but he 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 never went and worked with personal private quarterback coaches. Uh, he he wasn't handed big time jobs at his high school or in college. He really like he went on YouTube to really learn the nuances of the game, while his mom struggled to keep his family afloat. His dad went to prison, and I, I I'm I'm encouraged by that. I think that mindset makes him a tougher and hungrier type of quarterback. So he's got the height factor, a little bit bigger than Bryce Young, um, tough upbringing, but not tough in the way where it's going to be uh, a negative form. It's a positive form. And they're both accurate with the football. And then they both just absolutely, you know, slice and dice defense as we saw it. Um, you could say that CJ Stroud through to a much better receiving core than Bryce Young did. Um, but to me, it doesn't matter. Stroud was just making some outstanding plays all the way through, um, both in high school and in college. So I'm a little bit more impressed with him, and I think he's the safer prospect between the two of them. And so if I'm Carolina, and we know that Frank Reich has kind of uh, you know, gravitated toward taller, bigger running backs anyway, uh, I, I think he makes sense for them. And I think Bryce Young makes sense for Houston. Houston's going to run an offense that's exactly like San Francisco's. So they want their quarterback to move out of the pocket. They don't need a quarterback who's six foot five. Um, and, and, and Bryce Young's arm is just as strong as C.J. Stroud's. So he'll be able to make plays for Houston in that scheme that, that that'll work out fine. I think if, if it works out that way with Stroud's in Carolina, he'll be good. And I think if Bryce Young goes to Houston, he'll be good. Well, the Bears regret not drafting Stroud or Young. So I, at first I thought that maybe they would. And then just the, the, the plan A, plan B that I kind of laid out, I think that takes them off the hook. Okay. Because I do, I do think that Caleb Williams could end up being a better prospect than both of them. Um, he, he's, he's certainly bigger certainly stronger, certainly can move. Uh, I don't like that so many of his throws were like short screen passes last year. They got to let him air it out this year. But I think he's going to end up being the better prospect. He'll have a better grade than Stroud and Bryce Young. And so if he were in this draft, then maybe I'd say yes to your question, John. 
But because he's not in this draft, the Bears are putting themselves in position to make a move for him if things don't work out for Justin. Okay, Justin gets hurt after five games or Justin just doesn't get it and he, he just can't complete passes like the top NFL quarterbacks can do. Then, yeah, they've, they've got a plan B. And, and that's smart. There, there's a lot of teams that don't have a plan B. Ask Indianapolis what their plan B is right now. I don't know if they know what their plan <laughs> A is, much less their plan B. So it, it's good to be in this spot if you're Chicago and Ryan Poles has is, 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 is made, a, I, I think, a very cogent decision on what he should do moving forward. Because, like I said, if, if, if they got rid of Fields and they went with Stroud or they went with Bryce Young, well, that's only a plan A. And if those guys don't work out, everybody's fired. And the Bears are stuck right back where they were two years ago with no quarterback and, and no real hope for contending. And they can't have that. Where do you think Anthony Richardson falls amongst this quarterback class? <clears throat> I have not watched enough of Will Levis yet to know how I feel about Richardson and versus Levis. But I've okay. watched enough of Richardson to know that he's behind Stroud and behind Bryce Young as far as readiness to start in the National Football League. Um, his footwork's terrible. It's been terrible since high school. I've, I, John, I've never done as much digging on a prospect as I did for Anthony Richardson. For example, did you know in high school he learned how to become a fireman? Really? That, wow. that, that, he went to a he went to a <laughs> He played high school football in Gainesville at a, at a public school. I think it's called Eastside. Okay. But he went to a charter school for classes. And the charter school was meant for students to get a leg up on their vocation once they graduated. So the vocation he chose was to be a firefighter. You can read my prospect report on CBSports.com. There's a link to a picture of Anthony Richardson in a firefighter's outfit, hanging off the side of a, of a fire truck. So he's got his own plan B for his career. If he doesn't make it as a quarterback, he's going to be putting out fires in the Northern Florida neighborhoods um, and helping people, you know, not burn to a crisp, I guess, but, <laughs> But I, I can't believe we laughed at that. Um, I, I think that he does have potential to be just an absolute stat machine because okay. he's capable of running. Um, he's, he's got a stronger arm than Stroud and Young, but it's untamed. I don't think he's particularly great at reading defenses. His footwork is a mess. That's why he's inaccurate. So he needs time to do that. But if his footwork has been inaccurate since he was in high school, why hasn't it been fixed? That's one of the big problems I have with Anthony Richardson. If he if he had bad footwork in high school, no one could come along. You know, could he have gone the Bryce Young route and gotten his own private quarterback coach to help him? Why didn't that happen? Why didn't he go on YouTube like C.J. Stroud and get coached up there on how to have better footwork? It, it's strange to me. The other thing that bothers me about Anthony Richardson is he, he was at, at Florida for three years. He threw one pass in one bowl game. The one year he was a starter at Florida, his team went six and six. He didn't play in their bowl game. In high school, he was a four-year starter on varsity. His team made the playoffs one year. They lost in the first round. The guy's not a winner. Now, compare that to Stroud and Young, and, and, and these guys have accolades up the yin-yang, but Richardson doesn't, and that kind of bothers me too. And so if I'm if I'm looking to invest in a quarterback, I'm the owner of an NFL team. I want to have somebody that's got this track record of success. 
And he just doesn't have that. And that worries me a little bit on top of all the other issues that he's got. But if your facility catches on fire, John, he'll, he'll know what to do. He'll get everybody out safely. So what makes him this top prospect? Why is he top five, top 10 in all these mock traps? It's because of the traits. Because just first of all, just look at his body and compare his body to C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young. He's taller. He's much more built. Um, He's certainly faster than those guys. He's certainly more of an athlete than those guys. And there are NFL coaches who fall in love with that part of of, of, a, of a player. It doesn't necessarily have to be a quarterback, but think of it like, like if you're, if you're about to, you know, uh, paint something, all right, you want to paint something on the best canvas you can find or the canvas that you prefer. And you might think so highly of yourself as an artist that you don't care about the types of paints that you use or, or anything else, because you know, you're going to make the art look great, but you do care about the basics, the canvas. And so I think a lot of coaches say, well, just give me a quarterback that's big and strong and fast and I'll make them great. And, you know, that's sometimes that works out and sometimes it really doesn't work out. You know, Patrick Mahomes wasn't a perfect prospect. No, no one was really calling out the Bears for taking Mahomes, for taking Trubisky over Mahomes once upon a time. Uh, they might have been doing it for taking him over Watson, but not Mahomes because Mahomes, when he was at Texas Tech, didn't have great footwork and he needed time to come through and he got excellent coaching. And so that's a, that's a coach and Andy Reed, who's really good at painting on the canvas that he likes. And he knows that his art will sell. He just needs a really good canvas to get him started. And he got that. But I mean, <clears throat> the bills took EJ Manuel, the Raiders took Jamarcus Russell, the Eagles took Carson Wentz, the chargers took Ryan Leaf. I could go on. There's a lot of coaches in the NFL that think so highly of themselves and then they get these prospects and they just absolutely cannot get through to them. They cannot make them better players. They cannot make them uh, break through on anything beyond their raw traits or intangibles. And that's when they get into trouble. And so what I'm hoping for for Anthony Richardson is that he gets drafted to a team that's got a really good coaching staff that's going to let him sit for a year. Let him take the Patrick Mahomes route. He needs it. Let these coaches figure out a way to get through to him so that his footwork improves, so that he understands how to read defenses. That improves so that his accuracy improves so that by 2024, he starts for a team and he's outstanding and he makes and he makes it life tough on the defenses that they play. There's two teams where I think that can happen for him. Unfortunately for Bears fans, one of them is in their division. It's Detroit. I love the coaching staff in Detroit. I think that that's a wonderful place for Anthony Richardson to land and not play this year. Let Jared Goff handle it this year, and then you turn to Anthony Richardson once he's been coached up by Mark Brunel and JT Barrett and all the other assistants they have there. The other place is Seattle. And Seattle doesn't quite have the same type of <clears throat> depth at coaching that uh, that Detroit has. But Pete Carroll's got a way to make his his players good. And it wouldn't surprise me if Anthony Richardson, with a year of sitting behind Geno Smith, got himself in position to play well in 2024. But to me, those are those are winning situations compared to Indianapolis taking him and putting him on the field right away 
or Las Vegas. Not that Las Vegas is going to do this now, John, because they got Jimmy Garoppolo. But Las Vegas could have drafted him and put him on the field right away. I just don't know if they've got the type of coaching staff that can help him uh, ascend quickly enough while he's playing on the job. Uh, I wouldn't rush it with him. And I suspect I'll feel the same way about Will Levis, too.